Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey guys, it's Josh here and you are listening to the Murder Ho Bros. It's still a weird name to me. The Murder Ho Bros on your preferred podcast platform. Uh, this is our City of Mist game nine. We are over the halfway point, that's for sure. And um, yeah, we're on the way to see how this story concludes as my friends steal a blimp. And it's well underway as we're going to jump in in a minute. Uh, in the last game... They nicked it. They bloody took it. And the ramifications of that kind of reached a point where it got real. And their ambivalent attitude towards a concrete plan means that they're in a position where a lot of improvising and um, crisis management is about to play out, especially as they are being pursued by two helicopters. We will jump into that in a minute. Um, before I do, you may see that we have adverts attached to the beginnings and ends to our show. I don't know how effective that is. If that annoys you more than not, if you know the presence of those adverts being there is a problem for you to the point that you don't want to listen, tell me, please. Um, you can get me at Little Power. You should know that if you've been listening from the start because I've been banging on about that for way too long. But uh, also, more importantly, you can get all of us directly at Murder Hobros on Twitter. Please reach out and let us know because uh, obviously, as I've been saying for a long while, we want this to grow and we want happy listeners. And I know you're out there listening. I'm seeing the countries that are repeatedly getting our big listens and it's amazing. I thought at best this would be local regional just people connected to us and it might ripple out well this is rippling out in weird wonderful ways so thank you for listening i don't think i need to rabbit on too much more now um let's go back to my friends as they're in a trouble tr- in a trouble they're in a trouble on a blimp they've nicked toodaloo Last game, uh, you managed to take control of the situation with some extreme violence on board the dirigible that you'd stolen. Long story short, you've taken control of it, basically, 
we've got um, Nevin and Dr. Janice in the restaurant after locking all of the crew and civilians in the freight storage, the ones that are still alive, that is. And after a pretty dangerous tentacle walk across the side of the blimp, Samson joined uh, Timmy and Pixis inside the cockpit and you have control of the ship. As we left the game last time, as the ship <laughs> slowly makes its way along its path towards the north of the city to the airstrip, the AT airstrip, <laughs> um, you <clears throat> heard on the radio in the cockpit that um, the alarm that had been sounded is, is basically it can't be stepped down from effectively. You did a very good job of trying to minimize it, but what damage was done has been done. And you've basically been given an escort of helicopters and guys in the restaurant, you will see this. Whereas the guys in the cockpit will have been informed of it, but in the restaurant, looking out over the top of the nighttime city, as you're really starting to leave the downtown district of skyscrapers and, um, neon signs and advertising you can see that you are very swiftly being approached by two helicopters black um essentially police helicopters and you can see that inside each with the open side door is a sniper and you've got these rapidly closing in on your left and right flanks of uh, the dirigible as they're closing the distance and you can also see flashing lights and sirens down below in the sea streets. I'm not going to do a, a voiceover this game because I think you're deep in it. So, um, what do you guys want to do? I, which way are they coming from? Are they coming from back to front? They're they... coming from back to front. So they're coming from essentially the middle of the city, flying north in your wake as you head north towards the airstrip. Should we send it back to front? Do you want to start the back and work your way forward? I know you're a fan of that. <laughs> so, all right. Um, Janice and uh, Nevin, you can see and hear the sound of these approaching helicopters. They are clearly specked out. They are clearly not messing around. And they are rapidly closing the distance to flank you in some sort of guided escort maneuver. What would you guys like to do? Whereabouts are we again? You're in the restaurant. I guess you're, or you're in the bar. Maybe you was in the bar, Nevin, um, drinking with the waiter that you'd co-opted. <laughs> it's your personal waiter. <laughs> uh, is that a hole? Yes, there is a hole in the restaurant window. So there will be a hell of a wind and draft coming in. And how close are the, are the helicopters, did you say? Yeah, they're helicopters. They're closing the distance. So I'd say they're like uh, probably 100 feet away. How close are they going to get to the side? Probably about 50 feet and stop. Can I ask a quick question? Just when I was back in the uh, restaurant area, uh, mm. a bullet went through the window. Did it go like straight through the window like a bullet would go through standard glass? Or was this toughened? Was it bulletproof glass? I know I managed to like belt my way through and take a little bit of damage. but I thought that shot went through close to the ceiling. Um, and it punched through above the glass and it punched straight through okay. the plated on the outside, just a straight punch through. Fair that enough. was on the side of, of the kitchen from the map's perspective, the south side of the map, the blueprint. 
<laughs> so I just fucking jumped out a window. That makes me even more badass. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. I know. <laughs> anyway, so, sorry, Nevin. Go for it. I was just asking a question. 50 feet. How fast are we going? Pretty slow. Um, I think they travel around like 30 miles an hour. And how high up are we? Higher than the skyscraper, which is, I'll tell you exactly, the White Star Tower, come on, load up, is, it's just coming. Oh, you knob. Uh, oh, that's so small. I can't, 750 feet. So you're higher than 750 feet. I'd say you're cruising at around 800 feet. And what's the weather like? Uh, it's a damp, cold, but not raining night. How so windy? There's a reasonable wind. Um, it's not like gale force, but there's a good wind coming. And how many bottles are there behind the bar? <laughs> it's fully stocked. And how many rag-type things are around? <laughs> um, so, I don't think there's curtains, particularly. So there'll be like... There'll modern be... style. There will be, like be napkins, and napkins, jackets, tablecloths, jackets. Yeah, there's ample cloth materials. I'm going to start whipping off some tablecloths, trying to get the well magic trick, and uh, start stacking them on the bar and telling my barman to uh, start filling the bottles. <laughs> Are you making Molotov cocktails? Yeah. I like a change the game roll. I love that I can just ask one of my friends, are you making one of the top in the middle of a week? Sorry, Lee, you do understand we're on a blimp, right? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, the just window. No, no, no. <laughs> okay, yeah, the, no the window. Wi Come on, Sand. The window. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it's it out, uh... <laughs> Who invited this guy? I mean, honestly. Hey, hey. mild success. So you get basically uh, one juice, so you can create. Uh, a Molotov cocktail, if you wish. Um, I'll Just give one. you. I'll give you. Because you're going for a batch here, I will give you uh, a bunch of Molotov cocktails and unnumbered, but like ha you've got like I don't enough. Know, you've got about. You've got you've got some Molotov cocktails, yeah. So you you can add that if you want, or just remember it. But you you've successfully got some Molotov. I cocktails. remember. Have we got any way to light it? Uh. There, must be there was at least clown. a cigar lighter around you. Yeah. You took a, cig you took a uh, cigarette case, didn't you? You'll have lighters. Oh, yeah, sweet. So whilst Nevin's making Molotovs, uh, Dr. Janus, you see you see him doing this and you see the helicopters and you can obviously see the machinations in his fragmented brain. What are you, uh, what are you doing? <laughs> I, I think I called that fair. <laughs> Janice, what are you doing whilst Nevin's making these Molotovs? Well, seeing as um, I understand that <laughs> I understand that uh, Molotov cocktails and blimps don't mix, can I Molotov. try and be uh, using my Molotov, Josh. to try and uh, see what angle, what force, what whatever we need to throw it with the wind yeah. coming back to just go curve and then hit the target? I'll take an investigate roll. Investigate, so... Alright. So you basically get one question. Here's what I will say because you've played this. You have some knowledge about the nature of the gases inside blimps. 
Yeah. You may ask your one question about that if you wish, and I will give you a definitive answer, or you can choose it for like, you know, a trajectory or the best possible way of doing such and such. But entirely over to you. You get one question though. Okay. However, okay. however, you uh, this investigation may expose you to danger. The clues you get are either fuzzy, incomplete, or part true, part false. Um, or I could essentially ask you a question, but with a character, but I'm not going to do that. So do you want to either be exposed to danger or get fuzzy answers? Because you rolled a mild success. How would I be exposed to danger if I ask a question? You investigate something and... Oh, I, I don't know. Okay. I, I, you're going to have to make me work hard for that, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> what do you want? I'll expose myself to danger. Sure, why not? It's, it's a game. Great. Uh, um, okay, so what's your question? I, what, like, at what angle and force do I need to throw this, or he needs to throw this Molotov cocktail to hit the the plane that's 50 feet away in the wind that we're traveling in? So, the wind's going in your direction. Yeah. It's more about, like, the angle is, like, it's a, you're going to probably have to smash a few more windows to get the leverage to kind of, like, hang out, I would suppose. And it's going to be a hell of a throw. Right. Like, I don't know what's a normal throwing distance because I throw so poorly. But um, it's a but like a 50-yard throw in high winds at altitude, probably while hanging off of a, a blimp 750 to 800 feet above a city. It's a, it's a hell of a shot unless they close in. But realistically, knowing the tactics of these operators, they'll just distance themselves and ping you with shots. What's this for? This Molotovs. Yeah. So yeah, he, he's investigating that. Whilst you're investigating that, how the hell do I expose you to danger? Um, Sniper. I'm going to say, yeah, yeah. As you're expo as you're investigating this, you just see this red bead on your chest, just flickering around, and it's very clearly a sniper has got a bead on you. Do you want to react? <laughs> Hold on. How is a sniper on a plane like on one of those jet fighter things? Yeah, it's a helicopter. Oh, it's a helicopter. It's a helicopter. It's a helicopter <laughs> has, has run parallel with you about 60, 60 feet. Okay, cool. Um, <coughs> and there's a bead on you. I will use my dodge bullets. Okay, there is no bullet yet. Oh, I see. Just going to dodge? Yeah, I'm just going <laughs> to You know. Okay. Get out of the way, I guess. Okay. I'm going to let you do that for the minute. Is so it, it windowed all the way along? Yes. All the way along, there's windows designed to maximize the view. The whole point of this restaurant is to take these amazing scenic views of the city as you dine uh, in the air. Uh, so you've got ample viewpoints, which can go two ways, really, for is them it, and for you. Where's the helicopter? Is it about? That, well, there's one on either side. So you've got where's, one... Where's the one on our side with the window? Is it like there, but 50 feet away or... Roughly. It's up? probably closer towards the middle, like bang in the middle. Like They're there. basically... Yeah. They're both basically either side of you, around the middle, about 50 to 65 feet either side, and snipers are just clearly like getting an angle on what's going on. I'm going to jump straight to the cockpit. You guys are in the cockpit with the mind-controlled uh, female pilot. The male pilot, Samson, you forced to jump out to his death, and she has been completely like brain-wiped by the pair of you, and she's complying with the course that you've set. And you've just heard on the radio that essentially, you know, you've got an escort. It's non-negotiable. It's going to escort you to a landing point. What are you guys doing in the cockpit? Can we hear any chatter on the radio from the pilots? 
No, not on this frequency. Um, oh, can I? Is there a radio in here with like a frequency changer? Like, yeah, you could you could definitely uh, roll through some some frequencies. Yeah, I'm gonna run to the radio, keep myself really low, uh, if I can do it, like kind of laying back. Yeah, uh, you're close, much further up, so you can probably see these helicopters, but they haven't got an easy shot on you. Did They're I put, did I put a pilot hat on Timmy? Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take the pilot hat off Timmy and put up my own head. Okay. And you're going to try and find the Yeah, I'm going right? to cycle through the frequency, try and hear a uh, contact from the... I'm going to take a change the game roll on that then. Okie dokie. I don't know what you can add to that. Probably not much, to be honest. Yeah, it's very random, that. Yeah, no, we will straight roll I guess uh, oh fuck yeah. me great success 12 okay so did straight you say, away did I'm going to say Brexit says 12 <laughs> great success 12 oh we said Brexit says 12 so I'm going to let you create the story tag of finding the security frequency of these helicopters these operatives that's easy you get one more thing from that list that you can do um, like hiding the effect that you're for example, that you're spying on them could be useful. Um, I don't know if there's anything else in there. That Can I reduce the status on myself? Whether, like, I'm hoping me putting on this captain's hat is going to give me a bit of relative safety that I look like a member of the crew from where I am. Yeah, I would definitely give you a, a tag one of um, ambiguity. As Incognito, to who you yeah. Are. Yeah. So that, that will help you. You can definitely do that. And you find their frequency and you're just getting the standard military chatter. Like they're going to hold this. Basically, you'll hear like, hot flight pattern. Just shit like that. Like hot flight pattern. We will continue to follow the, the blimp on its trajectory. Um, awaiting further instructions. That sort of thing. They're not, they've clearly not been instructed to take a shot, but they are, um, they're just going to hold on to you. Uh, is there a, like, can I speak to them if I wanted to? Yes, but you would then be, you wouldn't, you'd, they'd know that you obviously got their frequency. But you certainly can can do that if you wish. If you're going to try and pretend to be the pilot, then yeah, sure. Um, yeah, fuck it. You only get your friends killed once. Uh, I'll push the button down. Uh, what's okay. this blimp called? Uh, the some, Nouveau Grand. Uh, Nouveau Grandy, Nouveau Grandy, uh, reaching out a UR escort. Coffee, don't you go, Grant? Who are we speaking to here? Uh, I will look at. Um, oh shit! The, the pilot's name's gone. Uh, I'm a member of crew on this. Steve uh, McManus. Steve oh, McManus. Shawnee. Did you just get that right? I, I'm I, just I look now. across to Pixis and I, I give, I blow him a kiss. Uh, <laughs> the name's Steve McManus. Uh, I can report. Holy shit, Sean! That's amazing. Steve McManus, Sandra Clark. <laughs> uh, I can report. Uh, two threats on board. Uh, oh, both... <laughs> what, what a brick! What a brick! <laughs> <laughs> both male. Uh, both are armed. Um, and I will um, describe the security guard and the head of police uh, that were mm. uh, next to me. That I would have got a clear look at because I, I think there's another security guard, but I don't think I know anything about him. Okay. 
Copy that, Nouveau Grant. What is your current flight path? Um, we are headed to uh, the nearest airfield that we can drop it drop it down. I know of a spot, AOT airfield, uh, seven clicks north. Copy that. We will continue our uh, accompanying flight path with you and we'll assist you with the landing. Uh, so I need a... I need your decision, Josh. Is my well, do I know my powers can work over a radio? I'm going to say no. Uh, uh, well, let me see your sheet. Let me open your sheet. I've got charming words. So potentially charming I could use charming words rather than hypnotic suggestion. I, I think your charming words would definitely work. I don't think hypnotic suggestion. I think for me, hypnotic suggestion would involve like an intensity of gaze. I think you'd need some form of real focused yeah, that, attention but i'll definitely give you charming words if you want to use that i'm just gonna sign off with take the shot oh um take the shot i want him to shoot one of these secure uh, one of these people that fucking pinned me to the ground they're all gone yeah he doesn't what? know what <clears throat> oh, oh yeah I, so I, you... I don't i didn't know they were dead they're not dead well they are actually because yeah. Nevin and Samson um, have basically cleaned up and oh, there are only two standing there. So you've said yeah, two targets. Say, you've just, but I've, I've perfectly described the head of police and the security guard, though. Okay, so here's what will happen. Um, you get a, a communication back and it says, we have two mobile targets in the restaurant at the Sky Bar with a further target who seems to be behind the bar. They are not matching your current description. Can you give us any further information as to what's going on aboard? Uh, I don't know. It's, trouble is, I don't know pilot pilots. Uh, please hold. Uh, Pixis, um, what they're asking? What's going on? What what the fuck am I going to say, brother? Um, well, uh, do you think it's wise that we maybe carry out some some reconnaissance just to see the uh, the, 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 the 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 layout of the blimp? Uh, is there a radio around, Josh, that we can sort of um, talk to each other? If I'm, you know, going to the restaurant, he's yeah. In... There's a tannoy. You can you can literally tannoy to the whole of the blimp. But can I, if I'm in the restaurant, can I then talk back to to Samson in the cockpit? Um, I'm going to say that you saw security guards with walkie-talkies, so you could easily pick up one and it would go into the cockpit. Yeah, it would okay. be on the same frequency. If if they if if uh, Samson tunes back in to the original frequency, he can get radio communications from the onboard walkie-talkies, and you can actually see a walkie-talkie in the cockpit in like a charging chassis. So you've got access right away. Okay, you could literally take one and walk. Um, okay, brother. Uh, uh, how about this then? Uh, if, if 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 you stay next to uh, to to this lovely pilot here you you pretend that you're you're, you're obviously uh pilot mcmanus and then we'll, we'll carry on the on the trajectory and i'll 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 head towards the restaurant and i'll 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 assess the situation and uh if you pick up that uh that radio i'll 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 try and salvage one from 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 from, from the earlier from the earlier well let's say the guy that got turned to stew I'll, uh, I'll i'll grab his radio you turn it to frequency number two and i'll i'll i'll, I'll report back on the, on the status of the the, the the restaurant how does that sound brother uh, yes i'll try and hold them as as long as i can but ah oh, be quick okay i like this plan before well just as uh pixis starts to walk out of the uh cockpit i need to know who was 
Remember at the very beginning, when before Shawnee joined us, who was the contact for Paddy McShane, the dirty mechanic? Which one Me. of the three was? Yeah, he called Lee's number. Nevin, do you have a telephone? A mobile telephone? Yeah, he'll, yeah, he'll have a mobile. A mobile telephone. Can it be As... a, a Razer V3? Yeah, oh yeah, I was going <laughs> to say it's going to be a flip phone, a sick Burner. flip phone. As Pixis is walking um, along the gangway towards the reception foyer, your phone is ringing and you can you don't recognize the number well i'll answer it <laughs> <laughs> how do you answer it you just open it and say nothing yeah is this never uh, yeah <laughs> nevin stefano i've got you got yeah. like five seconds to talk man Really Stefano Prieti, you may remember me as Gladius. I thought I'd give you a bell just to see how things are going up in the air. Good, pretty, pretty good, pretty good, man. Good, good. I'm, I'm watching you on the, uh, the news at the minute, <laughs> and uh, you guys can look out the window and you can see that there's also uh, trailing behind uh, a reporter helicopter, a news channel's filming the, this process, and he says, uh, it looks like it's. Uh, well, it's making progress. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, we get, we're getting there. Good, good, good. Well, um, as long as you've got control of the skies, uh, allow me to assist you. And you can see now that um, Pixis, you've walked into the bar, and you can see that uh, Nevin's on the phone. Janice is probably loitering around, dodging from the windows, and there's a waiter hiding behind the bar. And you can see that Nevin's in the deep in a, in a conversation and Stefano says or Gladius as his, his street name is he says um, well we anticipated you might have some uh... you got any rocket launchers yeah look down and um, if you look out of the window you can just see that on the roof of one of the skyscrapers as you're leaving this district there is a man with a rocket launcher <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Stefano says, and you're rapidly approaching like where he is. Your flight path is taking you directly above him. And you can, and Stefano says, do you see, um, we've got some friends. I see a rocket launcher. Well, there's more than one. And we're also going to slow the streets down so you won't have uh, so much to worry about. So you just hold course. And uh, enjoy the show. Make and he sure, hangs up. Make, oh, rude. And um, if any of you guys are looking out of the window, you would just see this this flare of light as a rocket from a, 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 just some sort of like bazooka or like RPG just flares on a path to the helicopter on the left side of you. And it connects and explodes. And... The explosion, because it's so close to you, shatters more glass windows uh, as the helicopter banks hard towards you. And thankfully, uh, its height just drops and goes underneath you. The helicopter on your right-hand side starts to make some evasive maneuvers in just sheer panic. And another rocket shot from you don't see where, but somewhere else on the ground level takes this one out. And it connects... And just as it tries to like evade, just explodes in the sky. And you just see these two helicopters just 
just shatter in the air and bits and fire and just just debris just rains down on the city and there's this this horrid silence for a minute and the accompanying that you can only just really see the accompanying uh, news helicopter just banks off hard and the skies are free what do you guys do? Um, would Samson know what's just happened because obviously I would have seen it and Janice and Nevin would have seen what's just gone on right? He'd just see some helicopters blown out the sky. You've got the walkie-talkie if you want to take it. Yeah, I think uh, re- relay the information back to back to Samsung. Just keep him up to date as 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 to what's going on, and uh, yeah, uh, yeah, inform him that he can he can sit tight. We've no longer got any he- helicopters flanking us. You're explaining the massive explosions to the left and right of the. You're just checking that I didn't see that eye-blistering explosion and hear that ear-destroying uh, bang. You're, you're just checking that over over the walkie-talkie. It, exactly. We're, we're a team. We're, we're here together. Just, just, I just want you to know what's, what's going on. Is, 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 is that not okay? Would you like me to keep more secrets? Uh, any secrets from you? <laughs> just do your job and... I think I think I might have a go at flying the blimp. <laughs> Fuck me, Jesus Christ! That, at, at that point, that's it, it, you, like he'll click off at that point. Brilliant. Okay, so <laughs> is there anything else that you guys want to do? You've got clear skies. Probably I don't know how fast this would be. Probably let's say twenty minutes or so, thirty minute flight. Um, it looks like whatever element from the Mancuso crime family, they have thought bigger than your objectives so it looks like you know whilst they clearly know a lot more than you that it's running pretty well is there anything you want to do as a team whilst you're up in the air because i can fast forward this uh rob everyone (laughs) god okay so we'll go through that in a second everyone wants to rob everyone yeah anything else no. Uh, so, every like, does Pixis kind of radio through that everything's under control? Because I I don't know that last time I left there, there was a shootout going on. There were guards everywhere. Like, does anyone give me that it's all clear thing? Well, not now, no. <laughs> <laughs> not now. You're just so rude to me. I'm not going to relay that information. Okay. <laughs> uh, then I'll keep the cockpit closed, and I yeah, I'm gonna I. I think it's World War Three back there, so uh, I'm keeping like locked up tight, keeping mission objective on. Oh my god, I'm so, I'm so sorry, Sandy. I've just changed the screen to the the board screen where the airstrip picture is because I was going to put you back for the airstrip. There is a giant penis. Whoever drew that is an <laughs> amazing artist. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 like, the, I'm so the... sorry, Sandy, but that <laughs> no, is. That's, that's I don't know if you saw it, but fuck me, it is. <laughs> A, a masterpiece. The one where I turned, yeah. I turned the blimp into a massive cock. Yeah, I didn't yeah, yeah. see that. I was, yeah. I must have been on another page. It took me like, Sorry. it took me about forty minutes. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Sandy. Go ahead. I just, it shocked me so much. I couldn't leave that one in my brain. Um. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm locked up tight. I, I'm, no one's getting into this cockpit. Um. 
I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it though. I, I'm talking to the you pilot. Did, you even did pronounce that wrong, cockpit. Yeah, cockpit. Please. You pronounced it wrong for a while, so you threw. Yeah, me I'm off. sorry, I did. Yeah. Uh, so no. yeah, I'm, I'm definitely deep in the cockpit. Um, <laughs> just kind okay. of keeping my role as captain, and I think it's, yeah. it's really fucking going to my head. Uh, I'm calling myself captain in the third person. Um, did you leave Timmy with me, Pixis? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. I think you did. Uh, I'm, I'm also giving Timmy a sermon about the deep one. Uh, in fact, fuck it. I flip on the uh, Tannoy, uh, oh, yes. and I give a 20-minute-long sermon about the deep one uh, and embracing him and how he is the father. I'm going to of... let you do something for that. Okay. Um, I'm going to give you attention on Church of the Elder God. Lovely. You've been doing that a lot, so you can mark an attention on that. Uh, yeah, so it's long and it's preachy and it talks about the darkness and the, en- uh, the engulfing shore. Um, and yeah, I imagine you've got no way to turn it off and I get very into it. You can tell there's a lot of spittle on the microphone. Yeah, I, I don't think that's going to particularly help the vibe of the teammates, but I love it. Um, cool. So you're going to be doing that. Nevin, we're going to just very quickly get you robbed some folks. Pixis and Janice, what are you two doing? Is there anything you want to achieve whilst you're up in the air? No, really. I'm going to ask for backup so no one tries to jump me. Okay. Pixis, anything you want to achieve whilst you're up in the air? Um, I think I'd probably like to get a lowdown on the situation, what's been going on from, from Nevin and Dr. Janice, just to know sort of exactly where everybody is, who's alive, who's dead. Um, you know, just in case I need to resurrect anybody so I know where the dead people are, where the alive people are, and um, yeah, just assess the situation and, and kind of get comfortable, really. We'll say between them, they easily get you up to speed, and you'd know that all of the survivors, which is a lot of them, most of them, are in the, uh, the freight storage, the freight storage hold, and um, I guess you can see bloodstains and probably some bodies that they might not have dragged into the hold. Uh, around in the restaurant including another security guard there's the jellied security guard in the glass bottom datrium and uh, there is the jellied. very mangled body of the commissioner so I'm going to also assume that as you're with Nevin, Nevin's going to try and rob everyone how are you going to do that Nevin? I'm assuming open it up and just literally rob them yeah, get, um, probably get a tablecloth uh, make a bit of a sack and then get everyone to just throw the valuables and money in. I'd take a straight convince roll for that. Take their phones can... as well. Everything. I want everything. You've got intimidating, oh, can... right, Nevin? Yeah, I was going to. Yeah, he's made for this. I've got. I, I suppose. And I've got could... weapon. I've got weapon. I'm going to have. Uh, if if both you two aren't doing anything, I'm going to have a cleaver, and I've got. We've got a couple of pistols. Uh, a riot gun, so you can just shoot some folks. With a beanbag, if you want. <laughs> Great. Uh, so I'm going to go in there pretty heavy-handed. So ultra-violence. Yeah. Uh, if the others want to spend help, they can as well. But it's up to them if they've got help to help you with that. Yes. Mentally unstable. Instabili- mental instability. Oh, intimidating presence. Yeah. Mental instability. Um... I'd, that probably would help you in this situation. So yeah, it's going to be a big one. You basically don't roll like dog shit, and you should you should do just fine. Hey, ten power three, great success. So I'm going to say that uh, is there a wealth thing there? Financial, not particularly. You basically take a major haul. 
from these guys. These were dressed to the nines. This was a huge, high-class, fancy evening. And naturally, they're covered in expensive jewelry and um, they're loaded with cash. And you, uh, I don't know what's a reasonable number for this because even jewelry's stupid. Um, but looking at the list of survivors, you've got famous actors, humanitarians, painters, directors, financiers, um, pop starlet Heidi's still there. You know, these are going to be going out big tonight and you clean up. You just clean up. Did anyone get uh, me sat or in trouble? No. They are so whipped. They're crying. They're huddled in the corners of this storage, all as a group. They cower as soon as you come in. And it's, if anything, a little disappointing. Because yeah, I was going to take a hand. Easy. <laughs> it's just so easy. They are broken as a group. And I would say, just pulling a number off the top of my head, you've probably got like 50 grand's worth of jewellery. Nice. And items which you can just add you this is a payday a big payday and as you're doing this and the journey unfolds do we add a, a tag of like a status of money yeah you can add like uh tier three uh let's go three uh let's go just put three loaded you've got some serious cheddar now do I put 50, 50k as well? Or? Yeah, you can put that if that helps you remember it. Yeah. Just so you've got like a rough ballpark because a three means nothing. It's just, it's a major amount of, of oh, right, yeah. dosh. Um, so as the flight unfolds, you do see that, you know, whilst the skies are clear, the news helicopter seems to have dropped so far back that it's terrified of proceeding that you had got an escort along the roads and... I would assume that between you, how smart you are and observant as a group, you'd notice this and think, fuck. But I would also assume that Nevin would pass on the information that the Mancuso family have this under control. But there would be a degree of nerves as you see just this escort as you're being followed. And then you can kind of see, not much, but all of a sudden, there's incidents. There's like a fire and there looks like to be some sort of traffic jam and other methods you can't see from this point but your escorts just start to drop off and all of a sudden you know there's no noticeable trailing from the roads and you have about five minutes of this as it looks like you know, you've got some sort of window. You're not entirely sure how it's happened, but you have a window where you've broken free of whatever cordoning was being attempted. And you quickly approach the airstrip at the edges of town. You can see it below and um, you can see that on the airstrip is a mobile docking platform. It's basically attached to a lorry trailer and it's this jutting out very, very high. I'm not good with distances, but it's higher than like, it's probably about four stories, maybe more tall. This tower that you can essentially dock to and basically bring the, uh, the blimp to land. And as you become closer, you can see that lined up on the ground, there's a large body of, of personnel. Maybe, uh, say, 20 men are arranged 
waiting on the airstrip. There looks to be vehicles down there, like SUVs, uh, vans. Um, there's obviously the truck that's got the mobile docking mechanism, and you've got this big old airstrip. And I'm going to take you back to the picture where you can see what it looks like uh, from your. <laughs> that penis is amazing, isn't it? Jeez. That's a genuine work of art. <laughs> <laughs> if I took that home in my marking pile from school, I'd write on that well done. <laughs> it's pretty good, isn't it? It's the purple bell end that just gets me. <laughs> and that real thick vein. Yeah. yeah. It's really top really loaded, though. Proud, it looks weak <laughs> at the base. I need a bit more colour in it. It, it looks like the first bounce like the on that's going to snap it. Gives it, like it in this half. textural element okay, on the shaft. I'll, I'll, the I'll leave it. I, I, I think it's. Uh, I'm very proud of that. It's a must. I mean, it's a a good fucking A, but yeah. Yeah, I think it is. Normally, I delete the penises after a while, just so I can see the original things. I'm not deleting that. No. It's even got a fin at the end. I know. And how bulbous and thick it is in the middle. That's a majestic (laughs) cock. It comes up real tight at the end. But it looks thick as well. You can really believe that thickness. (laughs) It's tiny testes, though. Come on. It's, it's not like, if you look at well, the base, though... where do you think all the skin's gone? It's not that thick. Yeah. So Where's I think a bounce on that's going to break it in half. No, 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 no. No, that is, that is a that is a That's thick. perspective. Is it perspective? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's but, coming at you. But all the skin's gone on the pain, not the balls. So they're just a tight packaged pair of balls. <laughs> it's chilly out. Snug. Yeah. Snug. <laughs> Snug balls. <laughs> anyway, so we've... Um, you can see the AOT airstrip there. It looks dilapidated, run down. It's this large, um, two-storied with this dome, dome, this cylindrical roof, rusted up, and the ground's basically a wasteland. This was probably used 20 years ago, maybe more, and it's maintained. There's a chain-link fence and a road that eventually will join up with a major road back into the city, and you essentially can go through a landing procedure with the surviving pilot, if you wish. Sand, uh, or should I say Samson, you see this and you're in control. You are at the helm. How do you proceed? Is her down slowly, slowly towards towards those people. Okay, well, your pilot uh, will go through the mechanisms. Whilst it looks like you're starting to dock, everyone in the rest of the blimp, what are you guys doing? Uh, drinking. <laughs> How far is this docking platform up? It's about four stories high. So it probably reaches as high as the actual um, the building on the airstrip itself. Uh, it's just, it really looks like um, a lorry bed has got this, this almost like a crane mechanism and you would um join with that basically and as the you would basically float above it and you'd bring yourself back down so that you could using ballast and such you could basically bring yourself back down to a level that you could uh, drop down the uh, the stair lift and um, basically hit land again Samson's still gonna play things really cool because like he knows that sometimes handoffs can go bad really fucking quickly uh, so he's gonna he's gonna double check that this uh, cockpit is is sealed, mm-hmm. uh, and he's just gonna look around for any other. I know I could probably 
uh, hop out the window and try and find a way down from there. Um, but just kind of be aware of my exits. And do these guys, they look... I, I guess they're, if I'm four stories up, I can't really tell too much uh, how intimidating they look. They look like they mean business. From about four stories up, you can see that they're dressed in basically uh, Italian mafiosi meets special forces. It's like they've, they're balaclava. The foot soldiers look balaclavaed up. Um, they're carrying heavy-duty-looking weapons. It, it, it's They mean business, but <laughs> it's probably not their day job. They look like a a small army. Yeah. They're doing their best to be professional. But you can also see that there are four distinct leaders. It looks like you can see um, the two that you've met before from the Mancuso crime family. Gladius, the smooth-talking one that was on the phone in the suit. And Centurion, the big old boy who was quite gruff and grumpy. Okay. It looks like they're down there with potentially two other you would presume leaders for these it's like four unit four men in each unit really from the looks of it fair enough looks if, like if, they're, if they're there i was seeing whether i could blag my way out a little bit more but if they're there it's, it's kind of yeah they know who we are fair enough uh so yeah I, and they've not tried to make any contact with me no no the, the, i guess like there will be some i guess there'll be a couple of ground stuff on the docking mechanism like waving you down with like lights and stuff so that you can see what you're aiming for they're doing like that overhead forward and backwards motion with the lights so you can just you've got you've got things to aim for as, as this is docked in the dark basically a, a a dilapidated airstrip cool on a mobile landing rig yeah i'll i'll just make sure that um my co-pilot as i'm referring to her uh, now uh takes it down safely and smoothly and i'll i'll kind of be given critic like she's completely like i think uh pixis completely wiped her mind and just kept her focusing on this mm, ma- uh, and i've given her instructions so like it's like speaking to a mannequin but i'm still bossing her around <laughs> well she's completely compliant she's she's thoroughly broken and uh she will go through the landing mechanism with your instruction i suppose whilst you're Landing, everyone in the... Uh, uh, Nevin said he was drinking. Janice, what are you doing? I'm just keeping... You've got a lot of busted out windows. So you've got a good view down below. And you can see that, you know, there is a heavy contingent waiting your arrival. Yeah, I just want to um, see if... Um, like, you know how you sometimes you look at somebody and you can, like, you get a sense from them. I just want to sense if any of them is, like itching to like kill us if you know what i mean like i can make an investigate check i'm going to give you minus two because of the distance so anything you can add to that's going to help minus two um because you're essentially probably five five and a half stories up as you slowly begin to descend but you you read in body language and stuff uh it's just a straight roll how was it investigate yeah minus two five uh, yep. yeah okay so mm, 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 mm. i thought i'd get one there with a minus two modifier um i'm gonna hold that for a minute something has happened but you won't know about it yet okay so um yeah something's happened but you 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 look out the window and it's hard to see from this this point you do get a really funny feeling but it's not from these guys they look aggressive yeah they look like you wouldn't want to fuck with them. 
they look serious and they look like they're very well equipped for this. And the physical fact that you would um, have recognized that, you know, your objectives were very linear, steal this, get here, they'll do the rest. And you didn't kind of gather the full scope of like how much of the rest they had under control. And because of that, I'm gonna give all of you uh, a status actually. And it is going to be um, a tier four status of, uh, where is it? Intimidated. Um, you can all face danger on that if you want to modify it, but just looking down and seeing what's waiting you and the sheer show of strength that the Mancuso crime family has, has put on, seemingly oblivious to your actions, actually, like around you, they're very much, a, this is a very polished machine. I'll do, it. I'll do a roll against that. So I would like you to face danger. How are you resisting this intimidating presence? It's going to be intimidated for. My own intimidating presence. Okay. Uh, my mental instability. Yep, that's two. Um, you can face danger on two, that. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, you're not intimidated at all. You just see these guys and think, I'm scarier than you. Can I use one uh, using my deep one tag? Uh, just my faith yep. in, in my god. Yep. So that's plus one, face danger. Uh, nine... You, uh, mild success, that's pretty good though. You take a, an intimidated three. So it would have been four, you've knocked it down to three. Uh, you feel buffed by your deep one connection. However, in the short term, this doesn't, you know, if this goes wrong, this, this, looks, this looks a little intimidating. So you're intimidated three. Shawnee, is there, do you want to face this danger of being intimidated? Is there anything that can buff you up? Um, not particularly. Um... No, uh, I can't really do much for myself. Do you want to face danger, or, or do you want to just take the four intimidation? Um, is there like a benefit to doing it? I guess if if I rolled. Um, the benefit is you could make it less. Basically, a level four status is dramatic. You would be dramatically intimidated, whereas Sandy's got it down to just being majorly intimidated. You could get it down to minor or mild. If you fail, you just take the full status, basically. Okay, so it makes sense to roll anyway, I suppose, doesn't it? I guess, yeah. Okay, um, yeah, I haven't really got anything I can add to it. Uh, Straight roll. Mind reading, I suppose I can't really mind read from, from far away, can I? Not from this distance, no. no. Okay, straight roll. Face danger, right? Yep, please. Hmm. Seven. Uh, you take the status, um, but you have some time to, to get used to it as you are slowly docking with this platform. Uh, you just take Intimidated 3. Uh, you are getting acclimatized to it. Basically, you're not seeing them suddenly like lining up to shoot you. So you just think, yeah, this isn't this doesn't feel good, but I'm gonna have to roll with it. And finally, uh, Janice, are you gonna face danger on this? Um, I don't know, does this, uh, uh, would this, um trigger my broken psyche facing danger wouldn't trigger your broken psyche not the intimidation um, of four I don't think so no not yet okay. uh, I guess it's a straight roll because I have no idea what I can go for it straight roll see how intimidated you are uh, face danger here we go ah miss 
you uh, are intimidated to a dramatic level. Intimidated for. You just see this lining up and you think, wow, these guys are so much more organized. Yep. And you actually feel a little bit like you've been slightly outmaneuvered. And whilst these are allies, that you suddenly don't like the sensation of feeling like a pawn in a greater puzzle. And it insults you on a deep level, I suppose. Sure. You're a calculating clinical thinker. And it's almost like someone has, has bested you with a tactic. And with this dawning on you, you dock. The dirigible is fully connected to the platform. And all it takes is for you to lower the, um, the steps and you can make land. What do you want to do? Make land. So I'm going to say that you guys um, all kind of meet up in the gangway. Sandy, are you coming out of the cockpit? Uh, no, I'm going to hang here and see what's happening. Okay, so you hang there. Uh, I would assume that the landing mechanism can be operated from the cockpit and from uh, actually right next to it in the, in the gangway. So one way or the other, you drop the, the ladder and... Just the wind picks up, and it's night, it's dark, and it's cold out. You have reached the airstrip. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.